0: Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter.
1: Hey, thanks to everybody who's listening to this. You're about to start part two of our Holy Week series. So if you are normally tuning in for a Prodigal Priest and Me just jump over to episode one. Make sure you're caught up to Holy Week one, and we resume that podcast on Holy Week part two.
0: For the four parts, show. right?
1: You were you were mentioning the last part, the fourth part, I think. Right? Yeah, uh,
0: fourth part is communion service. Um, so. But we
1: start with like processing in the cross, right? Yeah, and that's like, the second Behold the wood of the cross, the yeah. boy, the savior of the world.
0: Well, right? Yeah. Something like that? Behold oh, the wood of the cross. I don't like that rendition. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> there um, was this
1: guy from Brooklyn who was at Francis, like grew up in Brooklyn, like Brooklyn. like Cool. Yeah. He was the coolest priest. <laughs> and <laughs> he was the one who always led the liturgy on what are you doing <laughs> he's always the one who led the liturgy <laughs> on good friday and it was like behold it was just a brook you you got to do it this year you got to go brooklyn on it
0: all right i'll have to practice a okay lot. anyway but, okay that. so the second part Excellent. go ahead let's, um, let's go back yeah yeah so you got the three parts you got the liturgy of the word where you're listening to appropriate readings um and Which is kind of like a
1: mini Palm Sunday again, right? Don't we we have the parts?
0: Oh yeah, because you have the passion. Yeah, the passion is sung. Sorry, the account of the passion according to the Gospel of John is said or sung. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's what we did on Palm Sunday. Somebody just asked me about this today. They said, um, "Do we do like, do we do the passion again on Good Friday just for people who missed on Sunday, or or like vice versa, or something like that?" And I was like, "No, not really." But I see why it's confusing that we would have two. If you understand right. historically that we had four, then it makes more sense. It used to be that Tuesday of Holy Week, um, yesterday, um, <laughs> we had the uh, we had a reading of the Passion mm-hmm. according to one Gospel, and then Wednesday of Holy Week for daily mass. Both of these you had the passion read again. Can you imagine 7am daily mass? If we're reading like the passion according to Luke on, on Wednesday of Holy week. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) Um, so you would, that, that was back before we had the three year cycle of Sunday readings and the two year cycle of daily readings. So you had a one year cycle of everything. Mm -hmm. It's the same year to year, which I think is, has a lot to say for it, but also our, our lectionary is, is really rich and beautiful. So yeah, it's good on both ends. Anyway. Um, which is you, before electricity existed. <laughs> okay. Also, yeah. anyway, yeah. go no. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you would have. I think it was Matthew would be on Palm Sunday. Mm. The Passion According to Matthew. Which this year was Mark, right? Yeah, this year was Mark because we have a three-year cycle. Right. We rotate. Um, but in those bygone ages, <laughs> you would have Matthew on Sunday, right? Mark on Tuesday, Luke on Wednesday. And John on Good Friday. Mm. And then it starts to make sense. It's like, okay, during this Holy Week, we read the Passion account Mm -hmm. four times from all the four Gospels.
1: And awesome that they kind of give John his due, being like,
0: yeah, we'll give you props. You're the only apostle who (laughs) followed Jesus to the cross and didn't abandon him. So I like that. I never thought of it like that. Really? Well, I i mean, I knew that, but I never thought of like... No, no, no. ...we're reading his gospel. <laughs> you, wait, you never heard what?
1: that? <laughs> wait, John was at the cross?
0: <laughs> yeah, I only read like the first part of John 19, but never anything after. Um, yeah. So yeah. I like to think about behold it like that. Behold your mother, behold your son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a beautiful way to think of it. That might have something to do with the historical reason there. Yeah. Um, it's also just John is you know, the greatest piece of literature ever written I loved theologically. John. I love John. So, so deep and profound and there's, it's just tremendous. And so like, mm. like there you see the, the mystery of God's revelation of his glory through the suffering of the cross and mm-hmm. the exaltation on the cross, um, just come to to full, yeah. full peak. Um, yeah. so yeah, you got, you got that, uh, literally the word thing. Um, and then you have the veneration of the cross where you have the Brooklyn guy come in and sing it in some way, which I guess is funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um,
1: I swear the tune, is there only one tune? I think so. Oh, okay. I mean, mean, maybe it was Dutch wrong, but I swear the tune was like, behold the wood of the cross, the wood of the the cross. Seriously. Everybody knew it was father. Died for us. (laughs) It was father Dominic Scotto.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, from Brooklyn, yeah. If you can't, just in general, with like the stuff that you are supposed to chant, yeah. you know, if you can't, if you're not musically inclined, it's better to sing it what's called recto tono just mm. on one note like that, uh, than it is to to try and like. If really, you're from Brooklyn, yeah, <laughs> right.
1: Isn't that um, interesting? Be honest. Do you guys get together as priests and say, "Listen, you're a little bit better singer. This mass." Or this liturgy has a little bit more. Why don't you take it? <laughs>
0: well, you do it, don't you? It would take some authentic vulnerability to. Well, good to thing do that's that. one of our values. One of our values. <laughs> um, yeah, it depends on the vulnerability, right? And, right, right, right. and there, but but yeah, I, I think that conversation happens. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, you've got the solemn intercessions after that, which are kind of a big thing. Um,
1: yeah i don't think people realize that yeah like it's because it's they're its a little confused also because we we pray we kneel we right yeah, like exactly
0: yeah so so they're chanted at least i've always seen them chanted yeah. um i guess you could probably say them if you needed to but um they're chanted and it's that that's where you get this let us kneel right let us stand do, 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 like just right. chanting this thing and then and it's a bunch of things, and it's right back like and forth. for yeah and you're praying for like each group like it's really it's formalized right. so uh there's a lot of freedom to sort of write the intercessions the universal prayer um each sunday and tailor it like it's supposed to remain universal and not specific but also to tailor it to where you are and stuff right these ones are set these are yeah, there's a, there's honest. no editing. There's, there's not like Yeah, uh, There's no ad libbing ain't that. Yeah. And and so you're praying like through these different groups for specific things and it's really it's really beautiful and rich how it how it uh, how it looks if you look at the text. Then after that, and the last thing for this Good Friday service is you have a communion service. Mm. Now, there's a whole history there of something that was called the mass of the pre-sanctified. Uh, which is confusing in terms, right? Because we said this isn't a Mass, and that wasn't a Mass either. But you would kind of do more of this stuff right. at Mass without actually consecrating the the Eucharist. Um, and so in in this, what we have right now looks just like a communion service, basically. Right. So uh, I think you say in Our Father, you say, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold Him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the Supper of the Lamb. Right. Lord, but I'm you not do worthy. not consecrate. No, this any is so you've consecrated a wine. bunch, a bunch of hosts uh, on Holy Thursday. So kind of like enough. a
1: guessing game. I'm sorry, I gotta ask. Like, how do you know?
0: I have never been in charge of those numbers. <laughs> it's always just like, what did we do last year? How'd that work? What are we expecting this year? Uh, okay, let's make sure we have enough. Um, <laughs> Profound. Yeah, I know. Like really deep behind yeah, the curtain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, uh, vulnerability. <laughs> so, so um yeah good Good Friday kind of ends with that. Good Friday also is a day of fasting and abstinence uh by the law mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a serious thing, like it's not an optional thing yeah um that is if you if you knew that and you chose not to, that would be a mortal sin like it's that kind of gravity it's a precept of the church it is, yeah, very good. Yeah. which one? That's the 5th, I fifth. think. Yeah, it might be the 5th. Yeah. To, um, yeah, I
1: don't know. <laughs> No, actually it is the 4th because yes. the 5th is give to give your uh, m- yeah, money, support the church. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I knew it was the 4th cuz that's the one I forgot when I preached on the principles nice. of the church. Uh, I forgot the 4th. Um, so this is a day And also of we should say 14
1: and up for uh, abstaining, right? And abstaining from meat and 18 and up for or is it 17? You know, I forget I've, the actual I've age. It I thought
0: it was 18 and up for fasting, but I could be wrong. I just gave a talk on this like three weeks ago and I've already forgotten. Right. Right. But just look, yeah.
1: at, just I just wanted to say it's not Search like, for
0: Diocese of Dallas. Yeah. Your eight uh, year old isn't going to be fasting. Let's just, yeah. you know. And if you're OK. And if you're, you know, <laughs> sick or you're pregnant or you're nursing or there's like yeah. if you have diabetes, like, right. like like, and you need to be careful about what you yeah, eat. Like exactly. it's not meant to put anybody in danger. But for those who can mm-hmm. and like don't have a, you know real excuse mm-hmm. that excuses them from this fasting, this is the law for everybody, which is fasting, what fasting means is defined in the Western Church right now, uh, is one meal and two snacks that together do not equal the size of that meal. Mm-hmm. That's how you'll see it explained. If you search, the Diocese of Dallas has a great little summary of this stuff on our website. But the way to find it is to search for it. So yeah. to be like from Google or whatever Diocese of Dallas, Lenten fasting and abstinence. Right. Something like that. Yeah. And
1: some people will say <clears> two <throat> meals smaller instead of the word snacks because they eat those snacks at their other meal times. You, you know what I mean? But it's, it's that these two cannot right, yeah.
0: equal. Exactly. It, yeah. It, two yeah. smaller things. Right.
1: And one normal meal. We're not going like a buffet line right. you know so oh yeah, yeah i can eat normal good friday appropriate here. meal yeah
0: exactly and then for everyone over the age of 14 i think you are right on that it's uh no meat yeah um but there's on the diocese of dallas thing there's a whole q and a about like well, what does it mean to have like like what if the product involved meat somehow like eggs. uh yeah you can have eggs for sure right yeah, that's we're what i'm not saying vegans, though yeah uh, exactly on good friday um in some other christian traditions like uh um, Eastern traditions, um, they do have sort of more regulations on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so fasting and abstinence on Good Friday. And then the last thing I want to say before we end here is um, to bring up that idea of anamnesis again, of sort of the the ritual remembering of these events. Um, that happens in this tremendous way in the liturgy. Mm-hmm. But we also want that to sort of like permeate the atmosphere of these three days for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to live the liturgy in a way even after and before the liturgy, like at home and at work and stuff like that. Like, right. Like, and not just have these days feel normal except for, I know they're doing this funny thing at church. Right. Um, or I'm going go to go that funny thing at church, but like normal sort of work day up until then. hmm I'm not saying you know you have to take off work. I understand that that's complicated stuff. But I do want to promote something we made uh, to help with that. It's called mm-hmm. Bringing Holy Week Home. It's a little booklet. You can find it online at sandamparish.org slash holyweek. Um, also from our homepage, so there's a button that says Holy Week. And you click on it. It'll take you there. And it's got ideas for how to prepare for sort of like bringing the Easter Triduum's atmosphere to your home. Mm-hmm. And it also has stuff all the way through the Easter Octave up until Divine Mercy Sunday. Nice. Just the Sunday after Easter. So, that's uh, our Bringing Holy Week Home booklet. It's on org slash Holy Week, And that's Ann without an E. Stan <laughs> um, <laughs> stanparish.org. dot uh, org. So, like, I, I think that would be a good follow up from this podcast. If you're if you're like, man, I I want we'll to, yeah. um, to make these days feel different. I always forget we have show notes. Um, mm-hmm. trying to make these days feel different. How do I do that? Right. Look at this. It should give you some kind of inspiration.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, we are. This podcast, if you're joining us now, it has been split. So you might have... uh, We're going to find a time in it when we're listening to split it kind of in the middle. So maybe you picked up on, you know, Good Friday. We left you on a cliffhanger and all that. So we have about 20 minutes here left in our second part of um, Holy Week. We'll just call it part two-part series on Holy Week. Um, We go into Holy Saturday then. Yeah. Which I... I just want to start by saying from the common person's view, um, when I was in college, so hopefully my mom, if she's listening, doesn't take offense to this, but growing up in New Jersey, okay, is very culturally Catholic Northeastern, you know, town. Yeah. Didn't really ever remember slash participate in kind of what we've gone through, you know, never remember going to mass on Holy Thursday, those types of things. I really got to experience it first, firsthand at Steubenville, which was amazing experience. And there are actually, to people's surprise people that become Catholic who go to Franciscan who aren't Catholic. Yes. 99% of the population there is Catholic, but there are some who go who aren't. And so there are people each year that come into the church and you talk about an amazing, like the joy of like you experience at the church of them coming in. Great. But what I want to say is it's really hard now as a parent to, you know, with kids living kind of that atmosphere we're supposed to really be in on Holy Saturday up until the vigil of this, you know, this joyful expectation, but still this somber thing. Our our Lord has died. It's hard to do with kids now, and I didn't appreciate it back then that I could really wait in joyful hope and spend the day in, you know, kind of prayer and thought and reflection and, mm-hmm. and meditating upon what my Lord did for me as I wait for the vigil to come up. And now it's just like, yeah, I got kids and they're running around and this and that. And so definitely just want to echo that, you know, uh, that guide looking at that because yeah. that really helps, especially having a family. And, you know, um, uh, yeah, I think sometimes we get to Saturday and we're like, we made it through, made yeah. it through the tough thing. You know, he died, we're here. Mm-hmm. Well, Not quite yet.
0: Yeah, not quite yet. And I don't want to, you know, add heavy burdens on people while (laughs) while not lifting a finger to to, uh, lighten them in any way. But, like, because we're not there yet, the church even says, like, okay, the day of fasting and abstinence is over at midnight on Good Friday. But it would be a good thing if you continue that to the Easter Vigil Mm -hmm. because... He hasn't risen yet. Right. Um, It's not to say you like, can't eat or something, but just like that spirit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and Saturday has always, Holy Saturday has always had this weird character for me mm-hmm. um, as a day of sort of preparation. But it's like, it's not a day when when you have a whole lot scheduled as a priest. You're just getting ready for the Easter vigil, mm-hmm. which happens in the evening and you don't have really any days like that as a priest. Yeah. We're like, we're like you, you're just, you're free, but it doesn't seem appropriate to go and do like recreation <laughs> right, right? either. Like you're I'm like, not going to play golf on yeah, holy yeah. Saturday.
1: You want to ball up on the court? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Or like go, you know, watch that TV show. I can finally catch up on yeah, now yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like those kind of things. That's, that doesn't feel like, appropriate on holy saturday it's right. this day of like christ in the tomb mm. and so you're just waiting very and, sim oh, sorry and and so like what i found was just studying scripture was always the thing i do i would always like there's so many readings at the easter vigil we'll get into it in a minute um but i would just like translate my way through those yeah and have a day be like a retreat day basically mm-hmm. it's a day set apart for kind of prayer and silence and mm-hmm. like going for a walk this this kind of like like the sabbath without the character of mm-hmm. like the resurrection and right. the fulfillment of it it's it's sort of the silent and and I don't know detached part yeah but without the the easter joy which infuses the the sabbath day yeah um, and
1: and i think For all of us that have experienced... Quiet hope. Yeah, quiet hope. And all of us who have experienced any type of loss or death, Mm. it's very much like that. The next day, you don't just wake up and you're like, all right, all right, move on. Yeah, no, like it takes time. And usually, Mm. you know, like the next day you're in kind of a, you know, like a haze and and still like processing and still thinking about that loved one who you just lost. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah. That's a... Yeah, that's a strong, strong analogy for, and fitting, right? Because right. that's also what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, so,
1: so you get up though so yeah. till usually. I think here we start at 8 p.m. Right in the that's I technically that's right. the earliest I think. Right? Don't you have to wait till technical sunset or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's supposed I don't
0: to know. be evening or something. I don't know. It <laughs> says in the <laughs> no. book.
1: Um, so which, there's a ton of things with the Easter vigil, oh, but let's hit. um okay.
0: just to. Yeah, yeah, go through. Yeah, we go through we, got, we got schematic. some time. So, All right. but we so start out in the with courtyard. A fire. Yeah. yeah. Fire, you're going to have the fire outside. If it's raining, it's always kind of like, okay, what do we do now? Um So, hopefully it's not raining. But uh you start with this, you build a fire and then you bless the fire. Mm. And then you get this big old Easter candle and you bless that and then you write some things on it with the stylus <laughs> you like carve it into it nice uh so like 2021 20, alpha omega and there's all these prayers you're saying as you're doing that mm-hmm. you put these five sort of incense bulbs we call it incense but they don't look like incense it's yeah. very confusing it's very confusing but, <laughs> but the bulbs I learned recently symbolize the five wounds of Christ because mm-hmm. there's five of them and the fact that they are incense or at least they're called that and just stylistic incense. Two
1: hands, two feet, crown of thorns,
0: five wounds. <laughs> That's a throwback to something early last year, early on in the days of the podcast. No, not the crown of thorns. That's not counted as one of the wounds. It's the wound in the side. In the side, the piercing. Thomas, like, put your hand in my side and stuff. Anyway, um, that was actually that was impressive. I'd forgotten all you about it. You forgot that. about that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. JP2 talked about that. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay so anyway uh the 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 fact that they're grains of incense symbolizes the preparation of christ's body um uh for burial Mm -hmm. with the spices and the oils and stuff like that yeah um because the candle actually is a symbol of christ and when it's the candle unlit it's a symbol of christ in the tomb and when it's lit and you have the sort of the light of Easter mm. shining. Um, and that like we make a big deal of this candle. Yeah. Uh, in a minute, I'll talk about this hymn that we sing for like 12 minutes to that candle. <laughs> um, mm. So you bust the fire, you bless the candle, you light the candle with the blessed fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you bust the incense. Right. <laughs> You're using the incense. You process in. In normal times, anyway, with uh, everybody, would be out there watching and would have candles. And so you process into the dark church with Mm -hmm. the candle, the light of Christ. Right. Because, you know, now it's nighttime and Christ has risen from the dead. Right. But the sun has not risen up yet uh, for the morning. Right. So we're walking with him and bringing that light of the resurrection into the dark church. Um, And everybody's processing. And you have this threefold, just like you'd had a threefold, behold the wood of the cross on which the Savior died, for mm-hmm. the veneration of the cross on Good Friday. Now you have a threefold, behold the light of Christ. Mm. Lumen Christi, Deo Gracias. The light of Christ, thanks be to God. Genuflections, you're lighting candles and stuff after each one of those as you make your way up to the altar. Yeah. Put the candle down, you incense it, and then the deacon or someone else, uh, if the deacon isn't... Um, able to sing uh for this um
1: didn't you do this on your pastoral year here
0: no didn't you lead it no i I led it last year during the pandemic because we didn't have deacons uh for the for the the live stream vigil that we did nice i don't think i did for the pastoral year
1: i love it this
0: this hymn to the candle is called the exultate um if you want to hear uh, shameless promo, if you want to hear me talk for about an hour about that <laughs> candle, um, you can go to the Diocese of Dallas uh, social media page, yeah. like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. I think it's on all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, on the feast day of the Annunciation, March 25th, I gave about an hour long talk on Holy Week. And I just, it was really just a close reading of this hymn for the exulta we'll put it in the show notes i think
1: yeah that's what i'm if, making if a note one of can, right now can
0: do something like that um but there's so much rich theology and poetry and everything in that quite long hymn that we sing to the candle and it's curious that we sing it to a candle to begin with and so i explain all that stuff in that other thing nice um <clears throat> after that uh I think it would be more appropriate if you turn the lights on after that, but you turn the lights on before it, I think, so that everybody can see. Um, And then after that, you start with, like, Wait, you sing the Gloria right after that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. and aren't
1: there the like bells? And yeah, like the first time you sung the, the Gloria throughout. all Wait, of no, Lent. no, lights do not come on yet, right? No, when do yeah, lights come on? They turn them on surprisingly
0: early, and I think it's. I thought
1: you're supposed to do the readings in dark and all that. Yeah, right? I think and then
0: the, you're you're remembering something from time 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 past passed. from ages <laughs> gone by um age to age yeah i'm pretty sure that the way we do it and it's not just us i think the way sort of it's normally done now is uh-huh. to turn all the lights in the church on before you sing the exalted that hymn to the candle really which doesn't make any sense with because then it's oh, i like,
1: totally thought they came on during the gloria with the bells
0: yeah we'll see we'll see what yeah happens we'll see here. we'll um, see
1: how it plays out i'll be there you'll be there right. i'll be <laughs> yeah. streaming you'll be singing whatever i'll be
0: i'll be there. Um so, uh, after you sing the Gloria, and you go all out on the Gloria, just like you do on Christmas, mm-hmm. um, but even bigger. And so, all the bells you've got, you're ringing the bells, yep. big church bells, everything. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, festive, glorial, glorial tone, Gloria tone. <laughs> um, sing the opening prayer after. No, you don't have the opening prayer. I get confused with things. Um, but... Basically, you have a bunch of readings after right. that. And there's some leeway on how many you have to pick. There's a, Right. What's
1: the minimum? Isn't that like four or yeah, something? Like
0: minimum is four. But you uh, could have like but eight. But you could have right? eight or nine. Something. Um, I've, it, it pains me. <laughs> so like the Easter Vigil is really long, right? Yeah. I don't really want to make it longer, but I don't think I've ever been to anywhere, including... St. Peter's in Rome, where they use all the readings. And it's like, if you're not going to use it here, where are we going to use it? Steubenville, Ohio, baby. Yeah, get it. Um, <laughs> back, when, back when Nikki and I were there. They did all the
1: readings? All the readings. It's so good. Like it's, That's what I'm thinking of being in the dark during the readings.
0: Uh, they were probably doing things. They were like baller. Doing things the right way. And I remember a person being More very Catholics nervous behind me else.
1: who was on an oxygen tank and all the candles oh the my entire gosh. time. They <laughs> should like not they have it, been in yeah. there. <laughs> there was like that's three, very dangerous. 3,000 <laughs> 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 <Anyway, laughs> light. right behind like, you? <laughs> yeah,
0: like literally I was like, oh, if this goes, yeah. it's no, going that's, bad. That's where it's like, you know, right. overflow <laughs> in the chapel and watch <laughs> the live stream feed. But you're right there. You're still there. Exactly. But, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so you got all these readings. Um like I said, some are optional. You you can choose different ones in there, but but like the one that you can't skip of these preparatory readings for mm-hmm. everything is uh the passage through the Red Sea. Um nice. and sort of the escape from Pharaoh, um with the mm-hmm. Passover, right? Yeah. You have the whole thing you don't read the account of the Passover um so much. That's more preparatory stuff, but like you know they're at the edge, and Pharaoh's army is closing in. And then the Lord parts the Red Sea, mm-hmm.
1: Um and there's a psalm in between each one, right?
0: Yeah, and so sometimes it's a psalm, sometimes it's like a canticle, which looks like a psalm, but it's mm-hmm. from a different book than the psalms. Right. What happens with this one is you read Exodus 14, I believe, is the 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 Red Sea, and then right after that for the the canticle, you sing the Song of Moses. Mm-hmm. I will greatly exult, I don't know how it goes horse and rider. You've thrown into the sea, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so cool that like you, those are paired together and Mm -hmm. you can't skip them because it's so important. Yeah. Um, okay. So you go all the way, you, you read the gospel, you say that a L L E L U I a, uh, word. You sing it real big for the gospel. Um, I think it's fine to say no, can't do outside it. Of the liturgy during Lent. and Joey it. Joey buried it in his backyard and he's gonna dig it up on Easter Sunday because that's a thing. Right next to the Saint um, Joseph statue. <laughs> upside upside down. Down. We're not selling our house, by the way. Don't look at it. Up. That's <laughs> right. um, so uh then you start to have you start to have kind of fun things. Uh like the Easter <laughs> Oh it is. Only a priest is like uh, and then
1: you start to have fun things in the liturgy so for, <laughs> um
0: So the Easter Vigil is all about baptism. Uh, Baptism is the way that we participate in the fruits of the resurrection, in Christ rising from the dead, destroying death in the grave. We participate in that through our baptism that Mm -hmm. gives us entry into this new life. Um, And so the Easter Vigil is all about those who are entering the church by being baptized. Right. And when they're baptized, they're also confirmed and received first Holy Communion. Mm -hmm. It's the whole thing together, fully initiated, boom, boom. And, um, so the rest of the Easter vigil liturgy really focuses in on them, um, in a beautiful way. Yeah. Uh, you have them making the, the, the sort of profession of faith through question and answer. For those converting, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry, we're talking about two. There's
1: usually two types of people there, those catechumens, unbaptized, and those who were possibly baptized in a Christian faith, right, um, but are professing the Catholic
0: faith to be the true faith. Right. But but before the catechumens are baptized, they have to profess the exactly. faith. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So, so they do that. They're baptized. Then they're confirmed. Uh, if others are being confirmed with them, they're professing the faith there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, somewhere. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, everybody renews their baptismal promises through the same kind of thing. At so the end great. of all that, you do the intercessions, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all good, and then you start the liturgy of the Eucharist. Yeah. First mass that you're celebrating since Holy Thursday. So you uh, bust
1: out the... Right? Don't you bust out the altar cloth then?
0: Uh, interesting that you would think that. I... Don't remember I know historically that was the <laughs> Interesting.
1: case. Interesting. <laughs> I don't
0: remember No, no, so right, his, yeah. h- historically there were actually like you would start in violet and change to, to white vestments and you would dress the altar in the middle and put all right. the flowers and stuff and it was it was a really strong like now Easter is happening. Yeah. And a lot of that would happen around the Gloria and anyway. Um yeah. I don't remember what exactly we do right. Better tune into I our want to say that you start with the altar dressed. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, but it would make a lot of sense if you yeah. just, you know, symbolically. Yeah, it
1: would be cool. Maybe I'll petition the Holy See to change yeah, some things do. up no, and say, like, do, during the Gloria, wouldn't it be cool if the deacon went over and then was dressing the altars? They're pulling the purple down from the crucifixes around the
0: church. That's in that exactly moment. what happens in the extraordinary form. Yeah. Well, There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You add
1: a little praise and worship,
0: I'm sold. Boom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah, you're like a like a faithful steward bringing old and new from the <laughs> age to age. You know, here I am. Um, um so uh you have you have, you know, the liturgy of the Eucharist. All of that feels pretty normal like normal mass except for now you have these people receiving first communion, for the first time. Um and it's awesome. Um then you pretty much you end things <laughs> with uh, the way Mass ends, except you have that solemn mm-hmm. close. The A word. Yeah, yeah. The, the, double, the double, the double, A C. word. And do 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 Right. Do We get, we get. Yeah. It. Um,
1: and then on Easter Day, it's good, good to know different readings, just yeah. so people know. Like, obviously, Gloria is still big, all those things and that, but just different readings.
0: Yeah, Easter Day feels like a normal Mass, except you have the Easter sequence, the Victime Paschali Laudes, Hail to the Paschal Victim. of the Exalted, right? Ah, kind of. Yeah, Exalted is, this is is a sequence that happens right... Prior to the Gospel? Yeah, right after the psalm is it before after the, the second reading i thought right? yeah that's what i meant yeah um i'm just trying to figure out how to say it without saying the a word but it mm. happens either before or after that and i get it confused yeah historically sequences were like a big riff on uh the a proclamation <laughs> this is so silly <laughs> um dance around it like this but like like it was basically like like the name You know, of somebody's Voldemort. going big on that chant, uh, for the A L L E L U I A and starts just riffing on it, and people are like, dang, I like that. We're gonna write that down. Your mm. improv, uh, medieval chant improv from the monastery. We're gonna write that down. Nice. And then we've got the sweet piece of poetry, we're gonna set it to that. And so that's that's what a sequence is and and this is is one of the sequences we have left. There used to be a ton of them. They sort of pruned them <laughs> a little yeah. bit because um, it can get to be a lot. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you have that that thing, um, and then you finish, and it's Easter, and so you can go and like eat Whataburger and stuff <laughs> um, to, ce- to celebrate <laughs> at two a.m. Yeah, I go to Taco Bell for your first that's Easter your go-to <laughs> boom
1: like i've been waiting in joyful
0: yeah <laughs> hope and <laughs> now now, now, it is, now it is here um in in rome we would always eat panettone which is uh it just means big bread but it's like festive <laughs> Oh no, it's not it's not a cake it's not bread really it's big it's panettone Right. Um, But there
1: there is a good point, though, to end on to say there is a difference between celebrating and just like going to the excess and forgetting what we learned during Lent. Do you know what I mean? In the sense, like, let's hypothetically yep. say someone gave up social media. Okay, I did not, so this is not about me or anything like that. But someone gave uh-huh. up social media and then they binge on social media for 15 hours on <laughs> Easter. Yeah. You know no, what that's I mean? Terrible, like, right? You're like, trying
0: to you're trying to okay, so You're supposed to have learned something through <laughs> this
1: process. That's a
0: good way to put it. Um Okay, two reasons that we give stuff up during Lent, we do penance during Lent. One is to prepare for Easter by depriving, right? So that so that when you fast, you appreciate the feast more. Yeah, uh, the fulfillment. The other is to like grow in virtue. Mm-hmm. So things have hold over us that they shouldn't have. Yeah, um, like social media, like food sometimes, or yeah. alcohol, or uh, chocolate, sweets, whatever, or yeah. anything. Yeah, Game Boy. Um, yeah, like like these kind of things can have can have a hold over our heart. And so by detaching from those for the season, mm-hmm. um, we're trying to regain the virtuous middle, mm-hmm. right? Between the two extremes of binging and of having nothing. Yeah. Trying to learn how to use these things appropriately. And so moderation. when we feast, it means feasting in a virtuous way, right. in that virtuous middle of moderation, mm-hmm. um, never feasting to the point of excess, Yeah, but also... Not being like, I like fasting so much that I'm just going to keep going. Right. Because it would be super inappropriate to fast on Easter. Yeah. Or throughout the whole Easter octave. Mm. that whole next week ending on Divine Mercy Sunday. Um, That is one long Easter celebration. And then we have a whole season of Easter for 50 days kind of after that. We did it. Yeah. Holy Week. Two parts. Check out the show notes. We have fun stuff in there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Father Paul's updating them all the time. So, uh, hey, whenever you're listening to this, we pray that you have a fruitful, holy week and a happy Easter to your family.
0: God bless. Take care. God bless.